Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Today's episode of Friday Fight is brought to you by the great people over at GrowGeneration.com. Check them out where the pros go to grow. More on them a little later in the episode. Ah! I'm uh, <laughs> done being stupid and immature. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to LR Mornings. It is a wonderful Friday, and I am Kyle, and joined usually by the same guy. The same guy, Manny. There yeah. you go. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. I, I got my uh, vaccine yesterday. My left arm feels useless. <laughs> I, um... There was only one person that I that I knew uh, personally that has uh, had anthrax shots like I I have, and the uh, COVID vaccination. We they just opened our uh, area up to phase two, which is you know every everyone else the mm-hmm. the working group group that probably should have you know been been second after first responders and medical, but uh uh. He said he, the anthrax shots are notoriously painful afterwards, like for hours to a couple of day, days, depending on the person and depending on what shot in the, in the series. And, uh, he said it was, it was very similar. So, so I can say that I, I, I have at least felt similar pain, if not <laughs> potentially wor- worse. <laughs> I, I just didn't, I just didn't expect it to, to like be that sore this morning oh, yeah. so when i rolled over in bed and, and like laid on it i was like ow <laughs> so anywho. That's, that's like uh whenever you you ramp up for a new deployment uh you're always going to have a bunch of fresh kids out of basic ait maybe maybe in the military a year year or so and they're about to get their first anth- anthrax shot and all of the old timers are like yeah pt pt is going to be fun Fun in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Front lead and rest position. Oh god, I don't want to do that. Oh god, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, man. And 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 uh, pain, tor- torture, and agony kind of fits in with one of our Friday segments that we're gonna have here on the show. And uh, Ooh, are we uh, talking more about Sony? Uh, well, that is kind of <laughs> sc- scary, but you know the the fact that they got so much power uh power over a few um properties that i really love but uh no man uh horror movies something i'm such a huge fan of uh did uh several episodes of of lrm ranks it with uh brian and uh my uncle on on horror movies and uh last year all the holidays kind of took took a um but backseat to other shit, shit go, going on. And uh, 
I kind of mi- missed out on Halloween being like the 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 scary time of year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kind of wanted to chit chat about horror films for a few few minutes. Introduce the idea idea of the segment. You know, as we're getting uh uh theaters back and and scary movies uh, are gonna start start hitting out more and uh things like that. And yeah, M- Manny, what's kind of like your experience with horror is that a genre you're into or so the funny thing is i wasn't that well i'm a liar because i've seen all the conjuring movies (laughs) i've seen all the classics the friday the 13th the texas chainsaw massacres the the um nightmare on elm street but not uh, necessarily like Um, suspiria or like off i don't I don't think I necessarily understood the the genre as much as I do now. And that's due to the fact that uh, one of the first um, uh, streaming services that I really worked with as far as for interviews and things like that is it was Shudder. Nice. Is Shudder still. I work with Shudder quite a bit. So a lot of times you'll see uh, whatever is new on Shudder is, is, is usually what I'm covering as far as interviews. And so uh, it's it's taken me to see quite a wide variety of different movies. So like everything from, you know, the high production conjuring films and everything all the way down to the, I, I watched like now international horror films yes. and that are in Spanish and, you know, different, different outlooks. So I appreciate them for different reasons. And now I, I also understand better subgenres of like slashers, thrillers, just gory pieces of shit that you know I, i'm like who likes to watch this the gore porn yeah yeah and then uh then i realized that i enjoy saw and then i couldn't really say much because <laughs> that's what that is <clears throat> um but but saw the first one oh my god that that uh that film that was that was so well done you know it takes place in you know it, mostly in a room uh, then there's uh, th- so there's like there's a bunch of things about horror that I understand now about the artistry of it and the speaking with filmmakers and things and what they're looking for. I, I've I've grown such an appreciation for it. I think one of the one of the craziest films I've seen was uh, Midsummer. Yeah, uh, that that thing was so weird and nuts. And I and you know I, it was it wasn't necessarily scary, but man, it was so good. And uh, so, yeah, man, it, it's something I really enjoy. Uh, this weekend, I'll be uh, just to plug myself for the site. Uh, I'll have a couple of uh, pieces based on um, some interviews I did with Jeffrey Dean Morgan and uh, Eric Step. Uh, I forgot his last name. I'm sorry. He's a director and the writer for The Unholy, hmm. which came out last weekend from Sony, <laughs> which actually was, which I, which I was fairly good. Yeah. And uh them and and I forget which imprint does a lot a lot of their their horror stuff. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give that that. But uh, that that's that's cool cool man. Um, I I love it when when somebody that's not necessarily it in into it like like you you know maybe seen the classics like the the mandatory stuff whether that's Universal's classic monsters or like the the big three slashers, Freddy, J- Jason, Michael. Um, it's always great when they start discovering, like I said, those, those foreign m- movies, you know, stuff from Ar- Argento or, or um, uh, um, 
getting d- deep deeper into who Romero and um mm-hmm. uh God, there's another it- Italian and Brian's gonna kick my ass for getting his name and I I can't get it right now now but any anyways um and we had that uh huge uh um Asian horror uh fad for a moment when America started remaking Grudge and Ring and and mm-hmm. all, all of that and um I I of course had seen uh uh horror from from you know Korea China uh uh Japan of of course and it's always great getting to see people find all these diff- different uh like you said subgenres and and takes on it and and somebody finding something in in horror that that uh really really uh makes them t- tick the same as like a, a comic book movie does for 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 us as as well uh or but you know especially like Nick you, you know <laughs> he comes out of he's like uh Kevin Smith 2.0 he comes out of every comic book movie that was the greatest comic book movie ever. <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to describe him. It's he's he's good. He's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one of the things I really enjoy now is the fact that I I can kind of like spot differences and and enjoy different things like scares like ooh that was good or ooh that yeah. wasn't good and and have a reason for it and be able to validate it. And I think I think my one of my eye opening films that I saw that I was like I need to check out more international films is uh my girlfriend for for almost like over a month had been pestering me to watch a movie called a korean zombie movie called train to busan oh yeah and i was like okay and then one night <laughs> one night she she almost like guilt tripped me into doing it i was like all right we're gonna watch it or not and i was like you know okay fine, let's watch it and then i was like holy crap that was <laughs> really good yes and and so now uh so now i'm so and then after she she's very very much into horror and so uh, sh- uh, she took me by the hand and then took me on this journey. And, and then w- with better movies, I think sometimes, you know, shutter movies aren't necessarily the greatest. Some are, some are pretty good. But so I've been getting everything from both sides, like her favorites. And then I get obviously new stuff. Uh, but being able to understand what to look for in horror has been so much fun. <laughs> because like you said, it's just like another genre. Like for comedies, we're looking for laughs. Yep. For horror films, we're we're looking for for scares and for un- being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, and and when when uh, actors and then storyline is able to deliver that, I, I it, it makes me feel so great. And it's weird because why would you want to feel that way? But but you know it's it's uh it, it's it is what it is. You know it, it it's um it's enjoyable. It's I I always say you know horror films for me are like a roller coaster ride. Because because of the way that, you know, in a comedy, yeah, you'll laugh and everything and you move and then thrillers, you're exciting superhero movies, whatever. But it's only horror movies sometimes where you you can just start squirming and twitching and, mm-hmm. and, and moving and trying to adjust yourself because you're not physically uncomfortable, but you're emotionally uncomfortable. And that kind of, you know, dictates everything yeah. else. It can lead to f- physical uncomfortableness <clears throat> easily. Yeah. Um, I. I love the and it doesn't happen as much because I got a young kid that's not not in into horror yet. Uh, uh, he does like Ghostbusters. He can watch he can watch um, 
uh, the li librarian ghost without co covering his eyes, which is great, great at, at seven years old, you know, just turned seven in November. So there's ho hope for him. Um, I kind of had to do who similar to uh, your girlfriend with, with my, my wife. She'd seen most of the classic stuff, stuff, but like she hadn't even seen uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. She'd never seen uh, Alien or Aliens okay. for, for that matter. And so I've gotten to take her on that and that same type of trip, but making sure we st stop off for uh, good old, good old fa fashioned fun, like um, Critters. Okay. Uh, can't get her to do killer tomatoes yet, but uh, <laughs> that, that's going going to happen. The tough one is killer clowns from outer, outer space. That's a t tough sell for her. Such a good movie. It is, <laughs> man. I remember. I was, I was like, God, maybe nine or ten, I think, think when I saw that. And when the first time they stick the straw <laughs> in to, you know, feet, feet, I'm like, oh, that's so fucked up. It's it awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. I, I think that the, the worst part of that film was when they're at the diner <laughs> and the, the clown's trying to, to, to lure the kid out. The hammer behind him. Yep. Like, oh my god, this is so messed up. I don't like this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What no, if... uh, my my actually my daughter actually watches. She's ten. She watches some horror films, and the reason she's able to do it is she's gone to a variety of conventions with me, mm -hmm. where she's been able to firsthand see like makeup effects, mm -hmm. and also see some sometimes special effects, mm -hmm. as far as how how some of those. Uh, some of those scenes are done. Also, meeting cosplayers who cosplay as yeah. you know different different horror icons, and then uh, and in Stockton Con, uh, in this, here at in California, they have a like a zombie club or zombie group. Mm -hmm. So her being able to kind of be around people who are like very good at at uh, makeup effects and see that it's not real uh, enjoys the genre. <laughs> I I can see that it kind of like mm. pulling back the veil early on. So that way there, there's no like worry about, is that real? Did that right. really have, is this a real story? Is it, is that killer ex exist? You know, when you go to, a, cause we, we use this saying, you mentioned roller coasters and that, that's what horror movies do is get the in, endorphins mm. flowing. And that's addic addictive. So, same thing with, with tech. Tattoos, uh, roller coasters, and 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 to to an extent, um, uh, combat tour. I know adrenaline junkies. They they hate leaving home every 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 time. But when whenever there's an opportunity to go, they're just dr driven by that mm -hmm. by that 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 rush that you can't never ever t top again. You know, but it's always great. With horror movies chasing that dra dragon, haha, ha, joke, because <laughs> that that's one thrill and one chemical within your body that you can enjoy all day long. I, I think one thing I've come to understand about horror is that sometimes your story's gonna suck, mm -hmm. <laughs> but but the ride is still pretty good. Yeah, uh, and and I think early on that's one of the one of the, my biggest hurdles was understanding that concept mm -hmm. that you know what man like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to actually enjoy this film for what it for is it's special, for for you know moments and for 
and sometimes even just specific actors play just doing a really good good job or just the effects were just really really great mm-hmm. um so you know there's there's just so much to well like with any genre though but like there's there's just so much to uncover you know the hardest uh genre i have uh, as far as covering for interviews is actually comedies <laughs> just, just because you know, i don't so many of them <clears throat> that that and then i just don't uh so, some of the conversations i've had great conversations with with uh film with filmmakers when they make comedies but i think i enjoy the horror a little bit more because a lot of times there's a there's like like sub themes and and different ideas that they're they're trying to convey i know that um yeah and and i I have so much fun with them i I did this film called the cleansing hour Mm -hmm. which is all takes place in one room and it's like somebody who got possessed and everybody's stuck in the room with them and it it was done it was done really really well kind of like not, uh the thing but on instead of a, aliens demon demon possession yes well no actually well the thing is the the film was actually a con man who was conning uh social media to think that he was an exorcist uh and that he could perform them but he would have actors do it was a set and and this case a demon actually possessed one her actress and was just messing with them the whole time to kind of prove that he was a, uh, uh, you know, a fake. Yeah. And man, that was done so well. Um. Any anywho. Um. Yeah. It's it's um. It's it's so it's so it's a lot of fun, man. Horror. Uh, and uh, the one thing I can't do, I'm gonna be real honest with you. And my girlfriend for now hates me for it, but maybe in the near future I will I will, um, turn a corner. I cannot do haunted houses uh. <laughs> currently. <clears throat> and and the thing is is that i i don't know i feel like i'd enjoy them but at the same time whoo man like because i'm not so far from uh hollywood for mm-hmm. like universal horror nights and they do some crazy mazes mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the valley where, where it's like a forest uh forest um haunted maze or whatever yep. and so but man <laughs> no not there it. yet uh Lucas had actually done a couple at uh B- Bush Gardens and and um uh King's Dominion um in in Virginia and uh when when he was younger and um they had one you know the uh antique car car ride at yeah. almost every amusement park they turned that into a a haunted ride so you actually dr- drive through they got got both scenes with animatronics and act- actors throughout the the area and uh that was his his very fir- first haunted house uh he said a couple of walkthroughs that exposure therapy if you you will though i think works for for a lot lot of pe- people but before my my physical conditions uh really limited my my ability to 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 ride and i now i have to have edibles and and immediate pain relief in order to 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 do do things like that and we don't do them often but the the idea was with him we we love riding and we wanted to make sure he did too so we started taking him to every fair every theme park even when he wasn't big enough to ride and it was just me and my wife and we were literally at Universal Studios riding every ride by ourselves, but it was just to expose him to, to the sights, 
the sounds. And as he got older and taller, every ride he could get get on, he got on it. Fear, fear. Even if he'd be like on some of the rides, like white knuckle grip, he'd get off. He'd be like, you like that? Yeah. You want to do it again? Yeah. <laughs> he'd be back on it. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. Oh man, yeah. Uh, horror is great for that. I love the the endorphins that come come with it. Like I said, have you seen um, uh, but behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon yet? No, I have not. Um, I don't know if it's still on on Shutter. Um, uh, I I had a uh, Verve or VRV or what whatever it's called back when Shutter was sh- shared on that. And um, uh, uh, they used to have it. I can't. That is like my number one suggest suggestion to to every everyone as far as like a uh non. It's not too gory. It's a slasher flick, and uh um, it's just got a great great premise. It's like a dark comedy for the first uh two two acts, and then act three. Uh, there's a shift in camera and. Mm, um it's so 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 good guy guys and uh but behind the mat ask the rise of leslie leslie vernon ch- check it out it is absolutely out- outstanding is there uh a movie you can't can't watch like you've seen it once or par- parts of it and nope n- never ha- happening again um <laughs> it's gonna be a funny pick but uh saw two mm. um there's a scene in it uh where they have a person in a machine with all their limbs um, spread out mm-hmm. and there's, and it's twisting them. It's the bone crunching sound that I cannot handle. Mm. Uh, and then there's also a scene in there with um, where the girl gets dumped into a the needles. pit of needles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know what's funny is like you would think like some of the other stuff would, would also be the same, but just those two the imagery of both of those is really the the I think the sound of the bone crunching crunching was the absolute worst thing I've ever heard, and I've seen, and I've seen quite a bit of other stuff too, but that that was just I couldn't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I got through it because I love the franchise. I think it's a great franchise, and I'm really looking forward to Spiral. Yeah, um, that looks that looks cool. But yeah, that that was for me the absolute one film that i can say i won't be ever watching again <laughs> uh i got scarred legitimately like <clears throat> psychologically i have spoken to therapists about this because i can't get get o- over it i'm th- 36 i cannot get over fire in the sky it's an a- alien abduct abduction movie i used to think aliens were like the coolest thing in the world it deals <laughs> with an alleged you know, real abduct abduction by, of course, gray fucking a- alien graylings, right? Mm-hmm. I can't even look at graylings. They they get I get night nightmares to this day. I don't believe oh, wow. I don't believe graylings exist. Maybe, but I don't. You know, I'm not like a uh 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 a, a believer in in grays as in the the a- aliens of of it whatever. But but I I I, I wanted to watch. T- Spielberg's t- Taken series uh b- back on HBO years and years ago dude I I had I I got through it one episode at a time 
basically having to turn away when the grays were on screen, which was quite often um, when they're not controlling humans or in a, in a human form. And uh, I had nightmares for weeks, but it was a good story, uh, you know, much better than Fire in the Sky. But yeah, to to this day, pictures of a gray will cause my heart to skip a beat and just jack up the adrenaline and it's it's so stupid but i can't deal with it man that's man. super interesting man yeah. so like you've never seen like fourth kind or mm -mm. Won't watch, uh, can't watch arrival it. uh no um no only only graylings oh graylings like, okay only <clears throat> i can watch anything with uh and if it's a very cartoony gray like uh crypto from destroy all humans that doesn't bug me but That's a good game. yeah it, it, a lot of fun um but that traditional grayling close encounters gone mm -hmm. fork gone uh what's that one with the little little boy that was taken from his ha house i think um carrie russell was in, in it um i th think so but uh all, all of those and and um Netflix documentaries like if I see a picture dude like I'll I'll drop the remote like no joke it's burned in me I can't, I can't get over it it's so stu stupid but any anyways what's not stupid is growgeneration.com sp sponsoring our wonderful discussion here about horror movies uh maybe they can help you get into the genre by by um allowing you to grow things that could you know relax you sit you into to the couch a little bit and uh make make sure you're in the proper her form to to absorb the the greatness that that is what you're about to watch uh behind the mask the, the rise of leslie vernon uh take it away grow generation where the pros go to grow grow generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market grow generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow thank you guys so much for sponsoring the video really appreciate that uh, Manny, let's let's ca carry on from horror unless you got any, anything else to, to say say on it. <laughs> nah, no, we can talk. We can talk horror all day. We we de definitely could. And uh, you guys, let us know wh what other type of things you would like to see us do with this horror segment on on Fridays in the in the comments below or uh, social media at the Comalone uh, at LRM underscore Emmanuel at LRM underscore Exclusive. Any of those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're a comic book guy. I like a lot of what, what Mark Miller starts. I don't necessarily like <laughs> everything, uh, the way he, he ends er everything. Um, what did you, did you read the J Jupiter's legacy books at all? No, I have, I haven't. Okay. To be honest with you, I, I've tried very hard to, to get into Mark Miller's, um, work. Yeah, and I can't do it. I I don't I don't know what it is about it, and I've really tried because I, I've wanted to be in tune with a lot of the stuff that you know we're seeing that's going to come out that has come out. I mean, even even like Kick Ass and Hit Girl mm -hmm. stuff like that. I just can't get into it, man. I don't I don't really have an explanation why, but I just do you like the movies or none of movie it? Girl, like 
movie movies or whatever also like i've seen them and i won't necessarily ever be watching them again it's, it's just not my thing i i don't i don't know so that's so, a great per- person asked them what'd you think of that jupiter's legacy trailer i it, you know <laughs> it was okay and and i'll probably check it out just to see it but there's there i mean there's still even some other things on netflix that are higher on my list that i haven't yeah. seen like i haven't finished lock and key which i really wanted to it's good um, i liked, liked it we liked it and so i mean when that comes out it's gonna it might just be like oh it came out already and i'll probably scroll through it and forget about it to be honest with you with how much stuff i have to watch uh but yeah it's 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 not it's not high up on my list. I'm not very excited for it. I mean, to be honest, it wasn't until I saw it on Netflix that I really, the like the previews and things like that, mm-hmm. the the media sheets that they send over, and I really even, even knew it, that it existed. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Uh like I like I said, there there's several th- things in the uh, big two that he that he wrote that got popular for people. I of course uh, enjoyed Ultimates one and two um there's rumors and theories out there i'm not not gonna go in in into who them but ultimates one and two has his name on it those were those were good good 1985 from marvel uh the the idea that a, a kid that reads marvel comic books and and the Marvel v- villains find a a a, a rip th- through universes to come into his world, and he has to go to their world to get the Avengers to come sa- save his world from Doctor Doom and stuff like like that. And uh, really c- cool idea. Um, this looked like a CW show. The 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 quality of the effects. I don't know if that's what they're aiming for on purpose to make it like that um 90s era comic book movie aesthetic then that kind of what it reminded you of that smallville smallville kind of had that same feel as like the the shoemaker shoemaker whatever fucking right batman films and but that's kind of its time too so yeah and this kind of felt felt like it yeah and i so i can't so for yeah, I, I guess I can see what you're saying. I'm over here trying to defend Smallville. Like he doesn't. No, he's no. He's, it's good. I like. I, I know. No, I know. But my my brain automatically went into fight mode. It was like, fight me, Kyle. Are you saying no. Smallville? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I I expect a little bit more, and I and I do understand that. To some degree, Netflix is probably, you know how much money they've been pouring into all this stuff, and you know I I understand that others. Well, if it's a Millar project, that means Netflix is heading it, right? Mm-hmm. Because, That's um, his uh, deal yeah. with them. Yeah. So, yeah, it it probably need because no, I probably need a little bit more. Uh, just to separate itself from, like you said, the CW and even DC Universe. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. The HBO Max mm-hmm. uh, DC shows. Um, just just because I I think that when you when you make it kind of with that, like the, everyone understands that the CW shows are what they are. Yeah. And they've accepted them for what they are. They have yep. an established fan base. So if it doesn't look so amazing, you're like, it's a TV budget or. Yeah. And it's. Te- technically yeah. Netflix is also a TV budget. If you think about it. So I don't, I don't blame them necessarily for it, but in, in with the property like that, 
maybe you want to spend a little bit more yeah. to showcase that. I, it, the important thing for me, I think, would be is like Netflix. You need to showcase that you can actually make comic book shows very well, especially when you start talking about superheroes, because they do. They did a good job with like Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. and and other things like Lock and Key. Obviously, done really well. I haven't finished it, but so far I've loved it. Yes. Um, so so yeah, you have you, you have proven that you can do comic book adaptations, mm-hmm. but when when now when you start getting to superheroes, which is a whole di- other nutshell, you know it needs it needs to it needs to be pretty crisp. Unless yeah, you're capes like traditional right story. Yeah, and then you, you can even look at you can look at like Amazon what they're doing with the boys and how good they look. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can't. There's not you know there's not a lot of room for like oh well we didn't want to you know no they're doing it well over there. Um, I'm not well. HBO Max actually hasn't done fairly bad with with Titans or, or with Doom Patrol. They you know they look great. So, yeah, it, it it probably needed a little bit to be a little bit more refined. I think that's the word I was looking for. I went I went around in circles for about ten seconds there trying to look for the word refined. <laughs> um, like, I, my only cu- curiosity is if if that aesthetic is a purposeful change but mm-hmm. it or a purposeful cho- choice if it is is a, a choice then you kind of you, you kind of almost have to f- figure out a way to let the audience know that ahead, ahead of time because i saw it and i was like that looks cheap and i don't mm-hmm. necessarily like i liked the drama i like a lot a lot of the cast i like the idea behind the story from what I gathered from the trailer, you know, this, this whole passing on, on the torch, the older heroes reaching their end, but they've had this really long longevity uh, life and, and legacy. And like, I can see, see where there's potentially a really good, interesting story there, but I'm that person that can't even watch the new Ninja Turtles because I can't, can't get past past the aesthetic oh really I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand the way way they look i don't like the story idea of of ch- changing the brothers dynamic as much as they did and not just raf being in, in charge but like taking leonardo's personality and splitting it be, between the other three and then putting half of mikey into the missing chunks of leo like that maybe with a good enough story i could accept them as just a different take on the turt but the aesthetic the animation is oh god it's gross i can't nope can't do do it so uh jupiter's legacy trailer not neither one of us feel feeling too too much there either apparently uh let's stick on the netflix train and Dude, what do you think about that Netflix Sony deal? What's well, good for Sony? They need a, they need a place for their their stuff, uh, and it's good for Netflix because they need more content. I mean, you have so many competing services now, and I think the ones who are being left high and dry is actually Netflix, really, um, because of the fact that everyone's really found a home for all their things and they found their niche. I mean, Paramount Plus they have they're going to have all the Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm um one of the other i mean they have all the seasons of survivor and and all those those kinds the of nickelodeon things the nickelodeon stuff i was watching and, fairly odd parents the other day 
also they have champion uh not champion they have a bunch of different soccer leagues which is going to be actually be really really well for them um hbo max obviously i think uh i'm not gonna i think even even as they open as theaters reopen and they uh things get back to normal i think they're gonna keep their feature films on hbo max because it's working really well for them uh so don't be surprised if they change your mind for for a third time (laughs) yeah no i i i mean you know they they get quite quite a bit of subscribers and and they've done it because people want to watch the Snyder Cut. They're gonna they really want to watch Kong versus Zilla. And now you have Mortal Kombat coming up. Mortal you have the next Conjuring film. You have Spiral. You have Suicide Squad. I mean uh, Dune. I I just so many so many different um, movies. Like once a month, it makes it worth it to get the HBO Max, and then you you know you are gonna have all the DC people back on there with with when Titans is back, and so. Uh, it's good for Netflix. Sorry, yeah, for Netflix to to be able to partner with Sony. I, I know you're not a, the biggest fan of Sony right now, but they they can they can do other smaller films. I mean, Monster Hunter wasn't very good either. Um, and what else do they have over at Sony? Um, they they could have a um a lot uh, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They, <laughs> they have Valiant. They got the contract to do valiant but they screwed up with blood bloodshot i heard that was gar garbage i didn't i didn't necessarily enjoy bloodshot either and uh i have to see that's I'm why i didn't say, I'm, say I'm it a, was gar i heard. I'm a huge bloodshot <laughs> fan too yeah um, so it was it disappointing or just it, it just the vision mm-hmm. of what they were going for it didn't it didn't resonate even even using him as the classic you know kind of killer character that that Bloodshot is in the classics, not necessarily the humanity that uh, the, uh, Dinesh uh, Shandashani's era had given him with um, uh, the the right, uh, you know, the the books that they did. I'm trying to remember the the writers. Uh, Jeff Lemire, he did mm-hmm. such a fantastic job with him uh, from the Valiant on, on in a variety of series that he did, and it also may be that I just don't like Vin Diesel. Um, because he's the same character in every film. Uh, I feel like in every movie he's going to offer me a Corona. And uh, <laughs> even even in like Riddick and stuff. Dude, I, I'm not a Riddick fan or anything. Like, anywho. Um, yeah, it, Valiant is such, is such a rich uh, treasure trove of characters. And uh, I think Sony even sold a couple of rights to, to uh, Paramount. I think Harbinger... Harbinger is is being um looked at by paramount and so yeah they they obviously don't know what they're doing because that's such a great property and they they really it's it's the it's the third highest it's the third biggest superhero kind of gallery that you have after marvel and dc and yet and yet you you're not even able to i mean hell netflix is even doing like malar world and stuff like that and 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 feeling successful about it uh amazon's just using one with the boys and that's just one series and, and they're going to do spin-offs and and so i i, I think they're going to do well and man that value you can i mean toyo harada is one of the best villains i think in comics is one of my favorite and the whole the whole harbinger bloodshot archer and armstrong is such a great dynamic um, they worked really hard on on a few um 
you know, they didn't do crossovers like Marvel and DC for, for the long, longest. Uh, you had smaller, you know, twosies, threesies, here's, here's and there. But I, I know what was it? Their, their first really, really big one was like 2013, 14 or something like that. Like the fir first time Valiant saw like a ma massive crossover with like a huge th through event. It's well, very, like, that, recent, wasn't it? Uh, Harbinger Wars was was a big was a big one, uh, and yeah, that all happened thanks to the the leadership of Dinesh Andesani and who took over in 2012, along with Warren Simmons and just just like the most wonderful people, as far as writers, uh, artists who who were just all in on the product, and then uh, DMG took over and fired everyone, and now they they're back to garbage. I mean, man, like here here's how big they were getting because they were working on that Bloodshot movie. The entire universe are being very careful with it, and then um, they're also working with uh, TBS and the Russo brothers for a uh, Quantum and Woody. Uh, that was supposed to happen, but uh, I have it on good authority that the people who took over dropped the ball. Um, so, uh, and and then the books have not been the same ever since. And all those creators now are actually over at a new publishing company called Bad Idea, and such such phenomenal be such a bad idea yeah. actually it's a great idea they have they have crazy marketing schemes they have crazy incentives that honestly sound horrible but they've they've done the job man uh yesterday uh no two days ago wednesday was the release of the second book tankers uh and so um they also have eniac and they have quite a few others coming walesville's coming out next month uh really really good stuff just they they you can tell when you can tell when a group of people are super passionate about what mm -hmm. they do, and and that really resonates in their books. So, um, yeah, I I don't know, man. Um, Sony and Netflix, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, one thing that came up that I saw a comment on, and I know it's a little off topic, but since we're talking Netflix, is <laughs> somebody had had online I'd seen somebody write. Have you seen that uh, the last of the blockbuster the yes. documentary? Somebody was like, how shitty is it that Netflix is the one <laughs> that gets to put out the documentary about the last blockbuster? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, irony was lo lost on no one, <laughs> including, <laughs> including uh, D Dish Network. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that a thing for you, by the way? What, how was that? Was that a blockbuster? Uh... The, the movie was cool uh, and actually like you know going down that memory lane wraps us right back around to horror rental stores are how I found horror yeah. and, you know uh, yeah it was always that that section that was really creepy when you were younger and then just mm -hmm. you get more courage to go deeper down the aisle as you go down the horror ra rabbit hole and anime was the same for me rental stores hollywood video hey sings blockbuster local local uh uh and re regional stores um all of those key in my dis discovering uh tromaville the the toxic avenger like everyone knew knew that <laughs> But stuff like Tromeo and, and Juliet, eventually th things like 
poultry guys c- coming out which uh uh my favorite, <laughs> my favorite band new newfound glory did a did the uh that main song in there they did uh the the pol- poultry geist themes song if you you will under a different name i can't remember the band name that they use but it's it's newfound newfound glory because their guitarist is um cool with uh 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 Ka- Ka- kaufman yeah yeah and um uh, the guys at at Troma, they did a music video. They've done a cu- couple for for them. Um, uh, uh, head on collision, and uh, one more one more round. Uh, one more round is go- gory. Uh, it's the band being like cut with chainsaws and beaten and 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 st- stabbed by all these you know special effects pe- people, and it's just blood everywhere. They're all wearing white the instruments are white it's a great music video one one more round uh from new newfound glory and wow yeah at, the rental stores man uh i would love to say for, for to 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 join in that that n- nostalgia uh wave of 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 Man, these kids just will never know know what it's like to to, to walk down the horror aisle or an anime aisle. <clears throat> I'll be honest, I loved that. I wouldn't trade it, but people actually have way more access to more horror and <laughs> anime than than yeah. I ever did, and and the ability to to discover new things is is one of the best things about streaming. But there. But I think, and also, just to flip that coin on you, it also, when the movie wasn't there that you wanted, it also <clears throat> forced you to try different things out. Because you weren't going to leave the video store without a movie. No, right? you, you got in the car, um, <clears throat> you went, you... Yeah. Parents were pissed because they didn't want to go, but you insisted, and mm-hmm. you're going to come out of there with some, something. Yep. Absolutely. So, it, it you know, and then also it forced you to be patient because you were there wasn't that instant gratification of clicking a button and it's there you, you yeah. know you had to put some work in it and by all means i'm not saying that we should go back to the old days <laughs> because i love just having access to everything here but but it, it you know it taught you a different yeah. set of you know of qualities that you you can't necessarily get anymore there there was also the fact that you have to negotiate sometimes with your parents with the fact that because your dad your dad wanted to get a movie too yeah and or sometimes you wanted two movies or or were or as a family that day you were getting one yeah so you, you know it's just it's an experience plus it's a community thing you have other mm-hmm. people there maybe you see friends or maybe you well, we had a local place it was called video maniacs in berkeley and you, you, it's the same guy right mm-hmm. so you're able to talk to him and sometimes he has um, recommendations, recommendations or, or things like that something new that you didn't know about or or you know it's like favorite a comic thing. shop right right i was gonna say it's like a comic shop it's like well he liked this it's like hey you should probably try this one out too then uh my horror movie that got me got that got those juices flowing was the box for it it was just in the corner mm-hmm. it was kind of ripped down and he had the the eight the kind of the alien hand yep. or whatever stinking out and it was the clown and i was like what is this <laughs> <clears throat> so that that it, was thing was the thing was cool i wonder if it, it will be so so the funny thing about that is that my dad 
didn't let me get that movie. So I read the book. <laughs> I went to the library and checked out the book and I read it first before watching it. That, how old were, were you? Uh, I don't know. I was like, what, fifth grade, sixth grade, something Jeez. like that. Did you grasp the ending of the book? <laughs> Not immediately, no, but... Okay. Um, Still good. Still good. good. Yeah. Um, that's that's cool, man. Yeah, I was going to agree, agree 100%. There is a double edge to that streaming sword. Because I've done it where it's like, I want to watch something new. Click, click. Eh. Click, click. Eh, eh. Uh, no... You know what? I, I saw Scrubs a few few pages back. That's I went for a, a comfort item, something I've already seen instead of like you, you said, being like I'm not leaving without something. What's what looks interesting? You you know what is similar? Um, so I get yeah. There, there's a double edged to it, and the biggest thing I wonder about this this Sony. Sony and Netflix deal is uh, for those that don't follow the business side of it. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier th this week. Netflix operates it, mm. operated in the red for very long. Like even Stranger Things, outside of uh, initially out outside of subscriptions, they weren't making money off of it. It was a lease. It was exclusive. No, no one else could use it. But uh, the Duffer Brothers were 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 taking the overwhelming majority of money made outside of subscriptions for it. And that was their uh, uh, model for the longest time. Lease it subscriptions, lease it subscriptions. And I just, they, they finally started getting enough things that they could actually make money off of, you know, merchandise and t-shirts and Blu-ray home videos sales, which is weird to buy a Blu-ray right. set of a <laughs> thing on Netflix, but I guess extras. Oh, no, but, some people honestly just love having that hard copy, man. For certain things, I agree because yeah. I'm a bit of an audio-visual file. Not like I don't fucking calibrate my, my – I need to because I do video editing. But uh, <laughs> in general, I'm not like that. that. But I don't like compressed uh, audio. I don't like compressed video. I don't like seeing I, – I, I, I'm a P PC game, gamer at, at heart. I'm used to looking at higher end screens anyways than my t TV is normally capable of. So it's like, no, I want the best out of it. So, um, but that's, that's my, my curiosity is I don't think, I don't think Netflix is willing to make the, those types of, uh, just straight up let us lease it and get subscriber deals. So I'm wondering what else they got out of Sony and how much did Amazon bet on it? And why did, how did Netflix beat a Amazon? Because you do, do you think there's any chance, chance in hell Amazon and Netflix weren't Kong versus Godzilla over Sony? I bet it was. I'm not sure. Uh, I I'm, I feel like Amazon is also in a pretty good place. You don't think they want those Spider-Man movies and shit to, to fight yeah, I mean, against yeah. Apple I mean, and Disney? Yeah, but most of the Spider-Man movies, aren't they? don't they go to Disney as far as distribution afterwards? Mm -mm, no. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, 
yeah, I, I mean, maybe they just Netflix just threw a lot more money in, and it just didn't make sense for Amazon. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, um, Sony. I just, oh, God, you guys, thank you so much for listening this this week. Uh, <laughs> Manny, now you got you got anything anything else before I uh, do do all the cl- close out? Sony's gonna cut my boy Kyle's life short by three years if it hasn't already. <laughs> Please well, stop, 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 stop making stuff. <laughs> stop hurting my boy Kyle. Um, I will, I will say this. Thank you everyone that actually listened to the, to the podcast. We actually got some positive feedback about our discussion on, on Ghostbusters. Those that just looked at the funny picture and the title and, and made up assumptions, please go listen to the (laughs) episode. We are legitimate fans that were not just ripping it. We had concerns and questions and, and at the end of the day, we still said, this could be a cool movie. It just might not be a cool Ghostbusters movie because yeah. you you really can't ever make Ghostbusters again. It's almost almost impossible. But thank you guys for li- listening. Go go check it out. Great great discussion. Um, thank you to our sponsors, Grow Generation. Make sure you guys check them out at the link in the description below. Uh, uh, LRMonline.com every day. All your inter- news needs and opinions the youtube channel hit the subscribe button and and the bell so you can be notified whenever we uh post new uh interviews uh uh podcasts videos um there will be a special one year final fantasy 7 remake anniversary show with brian and i uh we we did the eight hour uh day zero release <laughs> where we played the game for, for eight hours and then podcasted immediate review of those eight hours, oh. uh, the, the morning of. And, um, so we're doing a one year anniversary for that on, on Saturday. And of course the podcast network, all those great shows and audio format. If you can't do the vid- video thing where you're at, at work or whatever, subscribe, hey, hit the follow button, all that good stuff. Manny, where, where can people find you at online and uh, what big, cool interviews do you got c- coming up, man? On Twitter, you can find me at LRM underscore Emmanuel. And on Instagram, you can find me at me this underscore 510. Uh, I have a cool interview with uh, filmmakers for a documentary that is questioning the legitimacy of Shakespeare's work as far as him being an author. It was a fantastic conversation. It's a fantastic documentary. Uh, on Amazon Prime. I also have uh, in two weeks, a week of the release, I have a couple of interviews with uh, uh, Joe Talism. He is Zub Zero in Mortal Kombat, as well as uh, the director, uh, Sam McCoy. Oh, Jesus. I hope I didn't butcher that name. I think that's correct. Uh, among other things. And so, yeah, just um, uh, I also an interview with the writer for a book uh, looking into autism as. April is a month of acknowledgement and uh, recognizing autism for what it is. So yeah, lots of stuff from everything, top and bottom, and everything in between. Yeah, you guys um, find me at at that Kyle Malone on Twitter, at that one, at that one Kyle Malone on Instagram. Uh, fuck with William Shakespeare. That's right, Courtney. 
that, oh, wow. that documentary right there is going to be your your gift. My my sister's <laughs> English teacher, and I'm going to insist that that sits in your your, your class classroom. So. <laughs> we agree that the works were fine, man. It's the 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 the, the legitimacy <laughs> of the author. That's with, with. <laughs> I I hate I hate everything except a midsummer night night's dream i do i can't can't stand it and i i have this thing with my my sister where we're always, always ragging on my dad and i ragging on her for her her love of with with shakespeare and i i always bring up that you know <laughs> he's fake he he stole it all he never never ex existed <laughs> i i, I lo love doing that and calling him a terrible writer but yeah. oh fuck you for uh doing that right at the end after the closing segment <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways thank you guys so much for, for listening we'll talk to you guys later bye Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.